Thomas, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Um, I know you have a lot of choices and I am so, so glad that you decided to join us today. In fact, today's topic is going to be a bit of a sobering discussion, but it is absolutely a necessary discussion for us as mothers. Our guest is Yako Boynes. He is the founder of an incredible organization that has a truly amazing mission. The mission is protecting the innocence of our children and fighting child sex trafficking. This is gonna be a very, very interesting discussion because Yako has a personal story that has affected him and his family. So I met him at an event, I think it was last year, and I was completely blown away about his passion and his commitment to saving our girls and our children. He's been speaking all across the country on this very topic for many years because of his personal story and what happened to his family member. So we're gonna hear all about this in just a few minutes. I wanna welcome Yako to the Moms for America podcast. Thanks Yako for joining us. We're so glad to have you. I know you're a very busy man. So thanks for taking time out. Uh, thank you. What an honor. Deb, thank you. And Vivian behind the scenes and moms for America, all the moms, just thank you. You know, I was raised by a single mom. So when people ask me, Yaku, what do you think about women? I say, women can. And then they say, what do you think about men? I said, well, it depends. We need to step up. <laughs> it, de it depends. So thank you to all the moms and to you for this amazing platform. It is. It really is. The moms are, we always say that the moms are going to really help save this world because we are we're, we're the ones that are there with our children. We love the dads. We need our dads. We need our men so much. And that is really, I've, I've seen you give a, an incredible call to the men to rise up and, and be active and, and help protect and guide. But it's the mamas at home every day that are really teaching and, and, and they're the ones that pick up certain things that just the, the dads don't. It's our gift, just like the, the dad's gifts are, are different too. But would you tell us a little bit about your family? You're a dad, you've got kids. Yeah. Get, tell us about your family. Yeah, just to run off of what you just said, you know, I think it took, it takes most men, you know, men who are of faith, it takes them a while in marriage to realize that, listen, our wives are smarter. Uh, <laughs> God, God gave, God gives women a very particular intuition and it's very serious. I'm not just making light of it. We're going to no, talk true. about, we're going to talk about this intuitive ability that a woman has and a woman from the womb, in the womb, a woman has this, this ability to sense something that is a radar, and we're going to talk about how to turn that radar back on in America because it's off at the moment for the most part. It's called situational awareness. Mm -hmm. I used to serve in the military, and any police force, anybody in the police academy will tell you within the first week of boot camp, they teach situational awareness. Mm. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. So women are so unique, so misrepresented in culture today. You know, we, we make it out in culture as if it's easy to be a woman. It's not. It's the most difficult job on earth is to be a mom. I'm a, a, a blessed husband. I've got three children, all three, six and under. So it's it's busy. We're you are into, busy. We're praying into number four as God wills, right? Oh. And we're family. I was raised with two siblings by a mom who the woman walks on water. I mean, I was raised by a single mom. And so, so my, my, my appreciation for women is this, and, I, and I'll generalize. I believe, I've got a book coming out, not that I want to promote, but I want to tell you how real this is to me. I've got a book coming out, very proud of it. And the book's title is, It Starts With Women. Ah, 
I love that. And not meaning it starts with women, meaning it starts with women, number one in the womb. Yes. And every revolution we want to see, every uprising we want to see, every change in culture we want to see, it's going to start with women. And we need the men to champion the women, the men to go hunt evil. We don't hunt for food anymore. I'm from Africa. We hunt for food <laughs> in Africa. But to go hunt evil. It's the right. women is the glue. They keep their home stable. They make sure the schedule runs. You know, when a father travels, he comes home. Mom normally says, hey, don't disrupt the schedule. Run <laughs> a schedule here. Kids go to bed this time. We eat this time. And so it's so important, I think, that culture today understands the real value of women, not the perceived value they want to give women in society today where a man can just become a woman. Sorry, so that is, we can't. Right. Can't. Sorry, we can't. Not possible, right? So, so very proud to be a dad, but I'm more proud to be a father. There's a big difference. That's Anybody right. can be a dad. That takes about 30 seconds, right? And then you can walk away. But to be a father, it means you got to honor that woman. You got you to be present, present in the child's life. You got to defend. You got to hunt for evil. You know, you've got to be a provider. You've got to lead your family in faith. You've got to make right. sure your house serves God. You've got to bring God into the home. And we have to elevate women, period. Yeah. All right. Wow. You're busy. And I, I just, I so love, if anyone has seen Yako um, live, it's very moving. In fact, just one quick story. My daughter saw you at, um, oh, Charlie Kirk's group. I forgot the Probably name. Young, young Woman Leadership Summit. Yes, right? that's it. I forgot the point. Yeah. Yeah. The Young Woman's Leadership. And she came home and she said, Mom, this guy is amazing. Showed me your videos. Told me. So you are connecting with the young women. You're connecting with the moms. I mean, because really this is an issue for all of us, obviously not just moms, but let, let's talk about your organization because I want to get into this. This is um, a story that personally happened to you. Why did you start your organization and, and, and what happened? Yeah, in, in 1994, one of the guys that don't mind dating myself, 1994, I was a senior in high school. That year, my sister Ilanka, who's an amazing woman, and her story is really hers to tell, and she tells it so well in her book, uh, Keeping Secrets. Ilanka won a contest very much like American Idol. She's an amazing singer. God bless her with a, just a phenomenal voice. And through that process of getting a record deal and, and, and that environment of the music industry in a very safe home, in a connected home, in a family of four, three kids and a mom, in each other's lives, three meals a day, we're in, in sport, very connected, not disfranchised, not a kid on the street, not a runaway, not mm -hmm. a rebel. In that environment of, of reaching a dream of hers, music, Ilonka was trafficked. Uh, over a six-year period. And so the details of the story, we'll leave it for her to tell. It's gruesome. And we didn't know. None of us knew yeah. what our sister, you know, where and what. And it wasn't until we immigrated to the United States, once Ilonka was, was, was rescued, that we sat down with a sibling and learned firsthand what, what evil happened? really looks like when, when in, in your sister and the emotions. And, and then what you go through in the self loathing and, and that, you know, where was I? How did this happen on my right. watch? And then you're just drinking from a fire hose. And this is 2001 when we immigrated to the United States, right? Nobody's talking about child sexual exploitation or sex no. trafficking. No, no. And so we're, we're just dealing with this, watching a sister fighting literally for her life multiple times. 
going through decades of just trauma-informed therapy and deep healing to become a real victor. I mean, she's a warrior at the moment. Wow. She's a champion. She's a mom. She's pregnant at the moment, seven months. She's going to be a mom of three, married, wow. which is an anomaly. I got to right, tell you. Right, because that doesn't, that doesn't happen that doesn't then, happen. right? Under 2%. Under, under 2% 2 of the success stories end up where that victim-turned-survivor can actually go not just function in life and, and stay alive, which is priority number one, right? Right. but actually become a leader and a voice and a champion and being a mom and trusting a man again, right. trusting a sexual relationship again, being right. able to be intimate and give intimacy and be vulnerable. Women are so, you know, women want security. You know this. Right. You know, for the husbands, if women want security, they want to know where are we, where are we going, financial security, emotional security. And when that's ripped from a woman, it's very, very hard Devastating. to rebuild. Yes. Very hard. So that's so the personal story. So with that, you know, then I, I saw trafficking once I learned from my sister, well, this is what pimps do. This is what pedophiles do. This is what the Johns do. This is how it works. Once we learned from her, my radar went on, you know, right. my situational awareness went up. And then I saw a trafficking situation in Memphis, Tennessee. And I saw it and I, and I thought, no, when way you say you saw it, what, is, what does that mean? I recognized a, a, a pimp, what we call a pimp with a minor. And I just, by what I've learned, recognize that this is not a father-daughter relationship and you can spot it. It's possible, but you have to train your be eyes. Aware, you have right. to be aware. And so when I saw it, it kind of punched me in the gut because I did not expect it. I thought we left it in Africa. Mm. That makes sense. I thought, okay, we're gone from it. We're safe. And then this explosion of an awakening happened where I found out that no, no, not only is it in America, but we're the right. leading nation on earth commercializing sex with children. Sure, it, there's more occurrences of adult child sexual relationships, such as in the Middle East, where they marry their eight-year-olds off. That's still trafficking right. to me, right? It is. But, but commercializing, it's saying we're going to make it a business. $32 billion a year in the U.S. alone, American kids trafficked, right? It's a real massive industry. When that sledgehammer hit me, I was like, no, this can't, not another one. We can't. Mm -hmm. And so Shared Together was born. Initially, we fought, you know, all across the world. We also produce content. We'll talk about that later, where we speak into the youth through medium, through film and television, because sometimes right. you connect with them easier there when you mm -hmm. show them someone else's life and then they connect. They relate. And, and, and so mm -hmm. we are, late, are allowed to, you know, work in 53 countries. But since 2012, we made the 50 states of the United States our focus and said our children in this country, because I believe we have to pay attention to where God's positioned you in life. Mm -hmm. The community you live in right now, he placed you there. You may think you chose a job or whatever, but you're there <laughs> for a reason. That's right. Because that's the community that where God he wants you us. to fight. Yes. He wants you to fight local. Yeah. So, so now we've got... Share together now the organization. I want to kind of repeat this throughout the uh, the podcast so people get that and they write that note down. Because when moms are listening right now, they say, "Oh, this maybe I have grandchildren. Maybe you know, no one thinks that something like this is going to come knocking on their door or their grandchildren's door or their cousins or their nieces or their nephews." What does grooming of young girls for sex trafficking look like? I mean, I, I know that you know we all have seen taken. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know that that happens, 
but I know that it happens. It's very clean. It's very precise. It's very strategic, just like your sister's story. As a parent, as a mom, how do we look for these sick predators that might be trying to come in here to our daughters yeah. and even our boys? The, the greatest danger for any mom is to think that the fight is out there. Yes, that's right. To think right. that the fight is in the big city or the fight mm -hmm. is in the red light district of old, the, the, the brothel area. That is, that is the greatest danger for your family. The fight is on your street. The fight, mm -hmm. and this is not me, I'm not fear-mongering. These are facts. Sex trafficking happens in every single zip code in the United States of America. The most prevalent form of trafficking today is not kidnapping. The movie Taken is a gross misrepresentation of what happens in America. Under 1% is kidnapping. We're, we're, it's actually, as now it does happen, absolutely. Right. We just dealt with a case recently. But if we think it's that, then we'll miss the mark because the predator infiltrates on the local level. Think about this for a second. If you were a pedophile and a predator, you don't become a park ranger in Yellowstone. You become a little league coach. Right. You become a Boy Scout leader. Right. You take time to get a school degree, mm -hmm. to go teach kindergarten, elementary school. A proximity matters to these people. They have to be close to a supply chain because right. they earn trust. They work really hard. They're this very is it. good. It's the, it's the earning of very the trust, good. right? Very good. They earn trust. And so yes. familial trafficking is the number one rising form of trafficking in America, meaning the person trafficking and exploiting the child is a trusted figure, a coach, a dad, an mm -hmm. uncle, a pastor, mm -hmm. a neighbor, but it's somebody who has gained proximity, who's gained a level of trust. Now, here's the reason why that's very effective, but also very detrimental. When a trusted figure uses sex by force mm -hmm. and as manipulation, it's got a very different result in the victim than when it's a stranger. When it's a stranger uh, coming in and raping and, and even trafficking, right? Okay. There, there is a distance between them. But when it's a trusted figure, right? Here's what happens. The victims are more silent, 100%. Because right. they know this is a trusted figure. They immediately get told and are indoctrinated with nobody will believe you. They're going to believe and it, me. And is it true then... Um, they, like you're saying, they connect in a different way. So they have almost Absolutely. a different hold, a different well, type they know of bondage. The child. They know the child, right? I say this in right. my TED talk and I encourage people to really go watch the TED talk. Not I watched it last night. It was excellent. But I encourage you to, because I opened the TED talk with the following, and this is not bravado. It's just, look, 26 years ago, we learned about this, right? So it's a long, long time. And then for the last, you know, decade and a half, it's every single day we're profiling people. Mm -hmm. You can manipulate and break someone like you break a horse if you know what their greatest desire is and you know their greatest fear. Right. And so someone in proximity, right, understands what that child's greatest desire is. Or right. today we just spend time on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, and I can literally write a chapter of a book on any child, any stranger. And I can give you an analysis of who that child is what her desperation is, where her pain points are, because they vomit it online. They show it with their attire, with their yes. movement. They're screaming out for help. And a predator that's, that's good, and they are good, finds that child and says, that's your weak point. And then they right. come and they deliver what the child thinks they need. 
This is why I say fathers have to be present. Because if somebody is going to give your daughter value, somebody is, somebody is going to give her a value system. Somebody Mm -hmm. may tell her, hey, it's, it's your body. It's your figure. It's your eyes. It's sex. It's your ability to do X, Y, Z. And predators are excellent online to approach a child and start a conversation by giving the child what the child thinks they need, which they don't think they're getting at home. A very dangerous game. Right. They've honed a craft that is strategic. They know exactly what they're doing. And and a child is, no, no matter how old they are, what they're so innocent. They just have absolutely no idea. A parent can see it coming down the pike, but they are like, they're just a friend. They're just encouraging me. They're helping me. They're showing me the way. I mean, we, we've, I guess we've all, we all know about this, but it's just, it's so shocking that it's become um, such a business and um, I guess just so widespread. Look, this should send shivers down a mom's spine to understand that. And and look, I'm just going to be real with you because your moms deserve it. They they deserve it. They're smart. Predators can infiltrate your home without walking through the door. They could have been in your home last night. Right. They're on your child's device. They're on every social media platform. 62 million child porn images off of Facebook last year alone. Okay. Social media is disturbing for us. They understand how to speak to your child at a level that's very, very concerning because your child shows vulnerability online, right? right? One of our fastest forms of trafficking is men trafficking boys through online gaming in these gaming communities where they play games online. They come out, they, they learn about the kid, they start indoctrinating. And look, I, I want to take all the moms real quick back to your first day. I've never even thought your... about the gaming with, with, with our boys. I've 100%. never thought about that. I keep thinking about the girls, but I know a lot of people no, are talking no, about the boys, young boys. 160%, 160% rise in boys being trafficked during COVID because boys played more games online, predators had time with them, indoctrinate them. Move them off of the game. Start talking wow. to me here. Send me an, a picture of your private parts. Send me a picture of your body. This is like, do you know that, oh, this is an alarming statistic. Do you know that over 60% of, of American high school students, female students, have, have in our study have, have proclaimed that they've sent a nude picture of themselves to a boyfriend? I have heard okay? something. That picture doesn't stay with the boyfriend. No. Now shame comes in and indoctrination and, and self-hatred. And, and so judgment, the second you bring sex into the conversation, remember, you're bringing a drug, porn, mm-hmm. sex, sex is addictive. You're bringing a drug that's an internal driver. Sex is internal. Alcoholism mm-hmm. is not internal. Depression is internal. So they drink alcohol. Internal right? driver. It's an internal driver. So sex is in your wiring system. There's not a single mom watching this that can say, I'm not a sexual being. You are. Mm-hmm. So when a predator violates something that's internal, that's why God says one of the greatest sins is a sin against the temple, against your own body. This is why sexual immorality is so dangerous. It's more dangerous than any drug on earth. Porn is right. the most dangerous drug on the planet. Sexual immorality is the most dangerous drug on the planet because it's a drug that's internal. It's the wiring system. So when I get into your wiring system, right. when you let me in to that vulnerability, and every sexual act is a coupling 
there's a ripping apart. This is why multiple partners shreds families, shreds people. This is why infidelity shreds families. When you couple with a person there, you give them access to your wiring system. Well, if you let me into your attic tonight, I can turn the lights off. I can rewire your whole house. You can turn the, the dishwasher on and the washing machine starts running. This is literally what a, what a sexual, mm -hmm. perverted sexual experience does to a woman or a man. It changes your wiring system. It literally right. changes the way you see love, purpose, sex, the other sex, you know, affirmation. It changes you internally. It's not an external drug. It's internal. Yeah. It's super, super dangerous. This, this is, is why, why women can go through a rape and stay silent for 32 years. Because it's internal. Yeah. Right. Right. It's not like we can say, well, okay, we want to get you off alcohol. So let's deal with the root cause depression. The mm -hmm. root cause is internal, but the drug is internal. It's destructive. Absolutely. So they, they know this. The predators know this. They know it to a science. They're right. so calculated. They know the law. We've had predators. We've had uh, pimps read the law to a victim. You know, we, 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 they know, they understand how this works. I know. It's very strategic. So, so, you know, what do moms do? What do dads what do? What do we do? This. What do we do? Because if your child is online, you're in yes. that profile and your child right. won't like it. Your teenager goes, oh, where my privacy? Because culture is teaching them that they're somehow an adult at three and they can make sexual decisions at age five and 10 with the curriculums that are coming in. They're not, they're a right. minor. And, and as parents, right, we need to be watching what our kids are po posting on social media if we're even allowing it. I, I've if been they a, see it, if they right. see it, you got to see it. If yes. your son plays the game, you got to play the game. Yes, that yes. means you go into the community and one night they're up and say, hey, Johnny, get your back. Hey, I'm Steve. I'm Johnny's dad. I'm playing with you guys tonight. Uh, your silence. It'll go silent. I'm telling you. And, and this is good something advice. Something as subtle as that. Right. Here's what a predator processes. A predator is a coward, 100%. Right. Okay? Like a bully is a coward. Mm -hmm. The second a predator recognizes resistance, they move on. Right. They move. They're right. not, not going to... They're not going to stay gonna, with the adults no. or the parent or somebody that's they're watching, not right? They're going to barge a wall down. So people right. ask me, Yaku, what's our number one way of keeping our children safe? That's Make it. your that's child it. the first line of defense. Make your child the first line of defense. R raise your child's awareness to a level that when a predator looks at your child, the predator says to himself, this child is too risky for me. Mm -hmm. I may be uncovered. They're going to see me for who I am. They're going to see through me. They move on. They will right. not keep pursuing. They do not at all. So all we need to do, it's so simple, is to get the children to understand the dangers of online behavior, yes. the dangers of thinking your body is affirmation. That little like, you know, I tell girls all the time, you know, they, they flaunt everything online and they love the likes. And I say, you understand the guy that just liked your picture, just like a thousand other girls' pictures. It's not about you. Right. It's about an addiction he has and you're an object. You're nothing to this person. This person right. will walk over your corpse don't care about you at all. It's a lie that that person that just liked your picture cares about you. Understand mm. this. Understand that you're cheapening yourself. Understand the value system. Understand right. how predators operate. And I said I want to take women back to their first date. In your first date with your husband, if you're married mm -hmm. or if you say I am, date, yes. <laughs> okay. Think back real quick. 
think back. The guy reaches out to the girl. Right. And I'll do this. And he, he reaches out in a movie theater, whatever. He reaches out to the girl and he softly touches her hand. And yes. he watches how she responds. If you pull your hand away to the guy, it's like, she's not ready. Not yet. Then he takes time. He earns trust. He, he goes again. The second you don't pull your hand away, he holds your hand and internally goes, oh, this is good. <laughs> then he progresses. Next level. Will she allow me to hug her? Will she allow me to kiss her? A predator works the exact same way. A predator reaches out to your daughter online and say, you've got really pretty eyes. Right. That's it. And now what's important? The response. The yes. response is everything. This because is, the moms, we is, have to, we have to wake oh, up on this. We have on. to really be engaged. I'm telling you with my daughter, I'm very engaged with her social media. With my son, I said no to social media for him. I'm, we're watching everything and we, we should response. be because we the love job, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because we love them. And this it's every time when my kids would say something to me like, mom, please, I will go to the mat over this. I am here to protect you and guide you. Your father is your protector. We are not doing our job if we are not engaged. And I understand that it takes everything, every moment of our Hard day work. to see Hard what work. we're doing. But we are, we are the ones that have, there's no one to fight for our children but us, right? Because the world will come in and absolutely destroy them if we are not protecting them and guiding them. So is it 12 years old is, 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 is the, the age where this is starting to happen now? I heard you share some kind of stat about this. Yeah, and everything I do, we back it up with real science, not the fake science, real scientific human nature, human behavioral science. So let me explain to you why the average age, and you're going to relate, you're going to relate, why the average age of girls being trafficked is 12. Because between the age of 12 and 15, every single woman, including you, Deb, Vivian, who's watching, every single young woman goes through a transformation. Between 12 and 15, your body changes, right? Right, right. I studied medicine. That's my background. And I did women's studies for a reason, because I wanted to understand the women. And so when you go through your puberty cycle, right, and your menstrual cycle, here's what happened. Between 12 and 15, wherever it happened for you, okay, you're very confused. You don't understand your body. You don't mm -hmm. know what's happening to you. You withdraw. Your father did not talk to you about it, okay? Most likely, your father did not talk to you about the purpose of sex, why you're ovulating, what's happening to your body, what is this all about? So you can talk to your father. So it builds a gap between you and your dad. They probably handed you a book, okay? You are vulnerable. You notice boys in puberty. All mm -hmm. you women notice boys my age are idiots. I like older boys, <laughs> uh, right? Right. The predator knows that. Right. The predator knows in that time she is sexually awakened with her body. She is not smart enough yet with sex to know what's happening. This is a moment to indoctrinate her. This is a moment to win her heart. Because it's really the most, it's the most innocent and it's the most fragile Absolutely. and it's the Absolutely. most developmental. It's the Absolutely. most, I, I guess, really, it's, it's where it's, everything's colliding. That's why the predators target these girls 12 to 15. And then there's a really sick, you know, part of the drug, you know, and, and the drug progresses very fast. I talk about that a lot. It's the fastest progressing drug. There's a sick, perverted, you know, need for, for pre-puberty, you know, sex right. with a child pre-puberty. But now we have to, moms, I want you to understand why I'm saying the most powerful person on the planet of Earth is not the, the president of the United States. It's the, it's the 
carpool mom, the soccer mom, the mom who has other children in her vicinity, play mm-hmm. dates, the mom who has a radar and an intuition and sees things because you can see behavioral change in the child and people don't change. It takes an event in a human being's life to change. Near-death experience, car accident, being saved and giving right. your heart to Jesus. It takes an event. So when a child changes behavior, behavior, right? That mm-hmm. is a flag. The child throws up to saying something in my life just took a radical change. Yeah. So does that mean that at that child's home, dad started beating on mom, dad's not present, dad left. Is there sexual abuse? Does it mean it's trafficking? No, but it means pay attention, dive right. in, ask questions. We can't just let children change and we go, well, you know, he's going through it phase not a phase there was an event event. 12 13 14 all those ages i can i can go back in my mind exactly to those points where my children started getting a little distant a little strange a little insecure um separate and i was like no way baby you ain't going nowhere without us right exactly you cannot and you cannot and this whole don't let them right now i want moms to know you know, we, we can complain about the, the state of affairs. I'm going to tell you, for me, I take ownership. It's, it's on the church. It's on us because we, have, we haven't engaged. We've trusted as a country, government, to take care of our children. Government will never, I don't care who, never take care of your child. And in God's economics, it's not their responsibility. It's the father and the mother. You know, here's what government is doing today. Just want to hey, are you going to t- tell us about going to your school? Okay, because mm-hmm. the mamas all across the country are going to their school boards too about sexualizing our children yeah. in the classroom with pornography and calling it education and health. No, thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, and I want moms to have facts, right? Because I want moms to come across intellectual and, hey, I know what. So let's roll the clock back. In 1945, an event happened, Okay. Hitler lost the Second World War. Part of his manifesto was to sexualize children, America's children. This is why they targeted Hollywood. They knew that if we bring messaging to the child, we can move them. This is why in Bambi, 1952 Bambi, Disney, there's a massive erect male organ and a mural in the middle of the movie. They have infiltrated media because they understand the younger you go, if you can grab them young with sex, You can move them anywhere you want politically. You can do whatever you want. You can own them for the rest of the life because a sexually compromised human being can't fight for their First Amendment right, their Second Amendment right, their freedom, freedom of religion. They can't fight for that. They're fighting for survival. They're dependent on government. So in the 50s, that topples because Hitler loses. Alfred Kinsey picks it up in 1950. American scientist does a sexual experimentation on children. Funded by the government, supported by U.S. presidents, hailed as the greatest scientist of two decades. Liam Neeson, who played the, 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 the kind of great dad to rescue his daughter, doesn't care about this stuff because he played Alfred Kinsey in a good light. Well, Kinsey experimented orgasm on boys six, years, six weeks old. Sorry, okay? He wrote a sexual manifesto for the world. Everything we have today based on sex in America. And this is the late Dr. Judith Reisman's life work on Kinsey. Everything we have today is built off of, human sexuality is built off of Kinsey's work. Well, most recently, what happened is this. The World Health Organization took Kinsey's work in 2016, 17, 18. 
They brought in a couple of organizations to build a new manifesto for sexuality for the youth worldwide. Yes, World Health Organization. Okay. They brought in uh, UNESCO, the United Nations. They brought in SICUS, which is the governing arm of all curriculum in the U.S. They brought in the International Planned Parenthood Foundation. Okay. Together, they wrote a new sexuality, you know, a, a platform for children. They took it to Africa, Europe, and then they infiltrated it in America called the Comprehensive Sex Ed Curriculum. Yeah, say that yeah. once again. Comprehensive Sex Ed, sex ed curriculum. curriculum. CSE. Yes, look we, this we up. Talk about, we talk about CRT today. Yep. Talk about CRT, critical race theory. Yes, that's toxic. Trust me. CSE, Comprehensive Sex Ed, more toxic than anything you can imagine. Gavin Newsom was the first governor to sign it into executive order. Every single California school is teaching this, public school, comprehensive sex ed, age 10 and up. Well, most recently, as of six months ago, they now wrote a curriculum and they're now teaching it in kindergarten. Right. Kindergarten. We just so passed we're talking it about, here yeah, in Illinois. So, so, yeah, Illinois passed it, mm -hmm. 100%. So we're talking about introducing the concept of masturbation in kindergarten, five-year-olds. Five. Because Kinsey wrote and said they're ready for sex. This is why Mambla, Man Boy Love Association, is so prevalent today. This is why you have the San Francisco men's choir, gay choir, coming out saying, we're going to convert your children. They know that if you break a child sexually, you'll own the family. And they are vigilant. They're coming in the school system. So here's one of our cases. I'll give you an example. This particular boy goes to the curriculum called It's Perfectly Normal. Well, it's not perfectly normal. Okay. Yeah. On we some of the this in our, in our legislature yeah. here. On some of perfectly normal and straight porn. Well, he, the concept of a particular sexual position comes up in the classroom. Now, remember what I told you earlier. The teacher is a trusted, authoritative figure. Right. Now, when the teacher becomes the person desensitizing the child, when the teacher becomes the person grooming the child... The pimp now no longer even has to groom. We're mm -mm. grooming our children in the classroom to make it easier for pedophiles online to have access to them. But the child looks at the teacher and goes, this is law. Okay. So they ask a question to this child in the classroom. Okay. This is in Texas. All right. They ask a question to this child because Austin teaches this. The rest of Texas voted it down, but Austin, uh, S uh, you know, school district ISD voted it in. This child goes home and he types in the concept, and it was it had to do with anal sex. So he types it in, in YouTube. Go type in anal sex in YouTube and see how you get radical, violent. Can you imagine this? Rape. This boy watches this for 10 minutes, porn, <laughs> free, right? He watches it for 10 minutes. He's now hooked on two hours of porn a week. He's 12, okay? He's now being abused by another man. This came from the school system. This is so disgusting. I just. And these are real cases. This is no, there's no conspiracy to this. We deal with the, we deal with it on the ground, face to face, the predators, Thank the, you, the, the survivors, the victims. Fighting this. This is to moms. You want, you, people have, Yaku, we got to rescue all the children. I can go into that. We don't have facilities to take the children we rescue. Illinois, you've got, right. you've got really good safe houses, refuge for women in Chicago, but it's adults. Right. Very little facilities for minors. Very, very little, right? And anyway. Speaking moms, of this, I just want to mention that. So in the Chicago public schools now are making condoms available for fifth graders. Fifth graders. Why? 
Why is the condom available for a fifth grader? Because we're teaching them to engage in sex in kindergarten. So here's the thing. I think moms, tell us what to do. Come on. What do we- Take what, the what, school board back. Yes, we're Take all going to our school back. boards and you went and, too, and, didn't you? And many people do this, right? And I'm speaking, I will come to your school board. I'll come to every single school board in this country. You invite me, I'll come. We'll go to war together. I'm looking for 10 moms in every community and in 10 dads. I want mm -hmm. dads. We can't just have moms because the moms will burn out. They need a champion at home that says, go, honey. I'm with you. I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting. I'm standing with you. We cannot just have women. We need men to do this. But I need 10 mm -hmm. families in each community That's to right. say, we're going to storm the gates. This is and, what we're going to do. Right? If you want to win three seats in the school board, here's our number. Mm -hmm. If you want to win three seats in the school board, have 100 people running for those three seats. 100 vetted, verified people that you trust people of character, moral fiber, and you overwhelm them. That's how they took it from us. They right. showed up in number and they oh. took it. Sheer so show up in number, show Absolutely. force, have your facts straight. When you get five minutes or two minutes to get a microphone at a school board meeting, drop fact bombs. Okay, I'll, we'll give it to you. We'll give yes. you the facts. We have a we'll lot of this on you. our website too, because we're encouraging yeah. moms all across the country to go to their school boards, let their voice be heard, run for the school board, help someone if you can't get involved. Also, what do we do? We've got to take over. We have to take over our kids' thought process as far as social media. We have to be engaged with that too, right? The other walk away from I want to, I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, right before I get to that, I want to mention one more thing. Pastors. You got to go to your pastor. This is going to be a tough conversation. And you got to ask him a straight question. Pastor, whatever, Johnson. Okay. Are we educating our congregation on the dangers of porn? Are we educating our congregation of the dangers of online behavior and sex trafficking? Do we have our youth pastor speaking to our youth on this? If the answer yes. is no, you say, we're going to bring you resources. If that pastor is not willing to have this conversation in the church, you got a real problem, and I'll tell you why. Again, right. it's the authority figure. If from that place of authority, we can teach morality, right? It's going to make the mom's job so much easier at home to go, well, the we child says, pastors. well, my pastor, yes. my youth pastor is supporting what you're saying, mom. Yes. Not, my youth pastor is not willing to talk about porn. He's not willing to talk about sex. He's not, and I don't want you youth pastor to, to give your child sex at, but, but good night. We're handing our children to the wolves. Now, right. social media. Five years ago, an organization was formed called Skylab. This is a shameless plug. I got involved as a co-founder of Skylab and FreeSpace. We launched January 9th, okay. a brand new social media platform. Okay? It's called FreeSpace. This is not a parlor that's built on Amazon Web Service. Some of the greatest minds in Silicon Valley who became believers left and said, we broke the world. We got to fix it. Okay. When the guys came to me, I said, I'll put my name behind free space under one condition. If <laughs> I can write the terms of service and the terms of use. And I did. There is a zero tolerance to porn, a zero tolerance to trafficking, sexual exploitation, predator behavior, lewd and, 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 and uh, material. We, we connect directly with the FBI. It's a clean platform for your family you cannot be turned off you cannot be silent moms moms for america you need a platform on free space honestly they free can't turn space. you off okay free space social they can download it right now free okay. space social its own cloud its own server base 
cannot be turned off. You can speak of religious liberty, religious freedom. We want this place to be mom approved to say, listen, yes. if you're going to be on social media, Johnny, you're off Facebook, you're going to free space. And here we can build community. We do not marginalize you. You do not have content filtered and driven to you. You have the world as your playground and you make your decisions as a mom on how you're going to lead your family, moms and dads. You don't have this curated messaging that's coming. Because you understand also, our children are drinking from a fire hose on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, a particular political mindset, a particular right. anti-God mindset, oh, right. which, which is going to be contrary to what you're teaching your child in the home. Right. So we and they basically the, tell you, don't listen to your parents, make your own decision. Everything's fluid. It doesn't matter. Are you kidding? Of course. I mean, come on. We have a I thing mean, called value reinforcement. That is the bedrock of the technology behind free space. It actually reinforces the values to your child that the mom sets as a parameter on their profile. The mom. So now what happens is if, if the child shares with us, look, it's important for my mom that I do my chores. When that child says, I did my chores today, they have the opportunity to do, we've got cheerleading communities on this, reveling, the moms are reveling, saying, wait a minute, you're changing behavior by reinforcing <laughs> Thank you, God. good values, yes. right? So this is how we combat this. But let's make no mistake, there are agents of evil, right? And big tech is complicit. They hide behind Section 230. They're publishers. They know very well. I've gone head-to-head -head with Dorsey, Zuckerberg, all these guys. They know children are being trafficked, exploited. They refuse to take a public statement. They refuse. Uh, stance. They refuse. When, when Zuckerberg was pressed by Senator Marsha Blackburn, then Congresswoman Blackburn on the, on the Congress floor, he pled the fifth seven times on asking, are children being trafficked on your platform? Yeah. They know. Please. They don't care. They care about their data to sell their data. So take your family back. That's take it. your family back. Is all this available on sharetogethernow.org? Make sure that we, we get the uh, website correct so people can go and find that. Sharetogethernow.org. And then Free Space Social Android, iOS, Can't Be the platform. You can download it right now. Go see for yourself and, and, and you know dive into that community. The resources you have on your website is amazing. We have mm -hmm. resources on our website. Um, I encourage moms to go fight. Get your husband's. And if you're a single mom, thank you. That's Get it, some men in the community. Right. Get some men in the community that are, are men of valor. Ezekiel 33 men, watchmen on the wall, mm -hmm. the men that's willing to fight, you know, for the voiceless. Yes. Because I'll, 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 I'll close with this. You know, the, the word I follow, the word of God says this, rather put a millstone around your neck, which in today's terms is about 50 pounds. So rather put a 50 pound weight around your neck and throw yourself into the ocean than harm one child. Okay. You know what is so incredible? I read that today my devotions and the gospels. Yep. It and is. That's not me. That's God saying. Rather do what? that. What? That is in, that is so incredible. I read that this morning, and I said, Lord, we've got to be protecting your children. You tell us it's either that, it's either that, or we've lost it. And we and Mother they've Teresa, given. Mother Teresa was pretty liberal, but Mother Teresa said the following. A nation that has lost its children has, in fact, lost its nation. Right. I can argue that we do not have our children at the moment, holistically. I'm not preaching to the moms who are doing a great job, and thank you for the moms who are doing a great job. But if you are doing a great job, train other moms. Yes. We talk train. a lot about mentoring. Yes. Think, think of, I know you do. And I, I, you know how long I've waited to come on? 
this platform <laughs> is incredible. Think about this concept for a second. I was raised without a father, but even those who are, a young boy becomes a man, he becomes a husband, he becomes a father, and then we expect him to just know what to do. You become a mother, you go through childbirth, one of the most incredibly amazing and traumatizing experience of, of that you could ever go through. But now you're just magically supposed to know how to mother. And then, oh, your second child comes out and then you realize they're not alike. You can't, you can't parent them the same. You don't discipline them, them the same. They don't react. They're, they're, there's no manual. The only way to do this is mentorship. It's right. women helping women, men yes. helping men. Yes. Say, this doesn't work. This does work. So your platform is pivotal. And, and, so, we are do, and we are doing a mentorship called the Cottage Meetings all across the country. We yeah. are teaching the principles of faith, freedom, and liberty in our home. And it all begins with us moms. Yako, I, would you please come back another time? Because we, I, there's still other things I wanted to talk with you about. If you'll allow, if you'll allow me back. And the moms, I just, look, I speak a blessing from God over all the mothers. Yes, would you? Um, and, and just Would you say, close us with a blessing yeah, of a prayer? I, I, I want to pray, yes. And I want to say this. Please follow me on, on I, I am on Instagram as well, because I do want to speak into that community. Although I don't support Instagram, it's 100%. My Instagram platform at at uh, Jakob Wins is 100% to fight trafficking but find me on free space we give a lot of information out as which communities are doing what we're coming to Chicago we're doing a town hall in Chicago we're going to take that state back I'm going to be but there if you'll allow me to pray over the moms so just would you Father, please I thank you I thank you for the gift of life I thank you God that you chose a woman Mary and you said in you I'm going to do a special work and the nations will remember your name because you're a life giver and every woman is a life giver, Father. I praise you for women, for moms, for the heart of a mom. Thank I pray, you, Lord, Lord, that you turn the radar on, the intuition on. I pray, Father, that these women will be surrounded by men that don't take but give, men who are warriors. I pray a fresh anointing and fresh oil over these households, cover them, protect yes, them, their Lord. children. Give these moms Psalm 81 verse 10, that every morning at breakfast, when they open their mouths, that the word of God will out of it that truth will come out of it give them the ability to see things in their family in the spirit let them see hurt see pain give us the ability as fathers to connect with our kids at a level where we connect with them truly connect with them and father show us where the evil is in our midst and give us the courage to drown it out in jesus name amen amen thank you yako i know you're so busy thanks for joining us and you're going to be on again soon so look bless you thank you so much you. Appreciate god bless you, you. thank you to everyone else, to the rest of our moms, what an incredible podcast today. Share this with your friends. Call up your, your mamas and say, are you aware of this? <laughs> We've got to be, this is us. This is our call to protect our children. So we, again, I want to encourage you. What Yako shared today was truly amazing. It's, it's the mamas. We are the ones that are changing our country one home at a time. Make sure you stop by momsforamerica.us, our website. We have an incredible amount of resources to encourage you in your journey as a mom and uh, protecting and guiding your children. So thanks, mom. God bless you. And we'll see you next week.